dare you and your flaccid penis say that you love me? Like, so if somebody says they love you, you need them to be all hard up. Rock hard. Welcome back to another episode of Girls Gotta Eat. Welcome back. Reporting from Portland. Reporting from a living room cottage in <laughs> Portland. Before we get started, thanks to Postmates for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. For a limited time, Postmates is giving you $100 of free delivery credit for the first seven days. Download the Postmates app and use code GGE. Yes, this episode of Girls Gotta Eat is also supported by ModCloth for 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. Go to modcloth.com and enter code GGE at checkout. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on October 5th, 2019. Yes, and finally, thanks to Third Love for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone, so right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash GGE to find yours today. Yes. So we're in Portland. We are. Got a show tonight. We do. We just sound check in an hour. <laughs> no, 45 minutes. So <laughs> yeah, we are had to bring our sound equipment on the road. That, we got the control this, center. It's been, the last time we did this was Christmas at your mom's house. <laughs> no, we did it in LA. We did? Oh yeah, that episode. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But it's just us. Well, no. For, okay. We have Marie Faustin coming in later. We recorded with her in New York. She's not coming into Portland to record with us, but she's a hilarious comedian. We had a lot of fun with her, but we wanted to make this intro as timely and relevant as we could, so we took it on the road. Yeah. Um, we did two shows in San Francisco. God, I love San Francisco. They, yeah. They, those shows were so crazy. I love Cops Comedy. It's one of my favorite places Cops we performed. Yeah. I just love them. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. love the, the staff. Ooh, the venue manager, Cody. Raina, we've given Cody too much airtime. Cody, Cody probably had like a full-blown threesome orgy after the he, show. He walked out with one of the fans. At least one of the nights. At, yes. We gave him a lot of attention on stage. I mean, and in the green room. And then I think he did. I think he, he got his. He definitely got his. But anyway, we love San Francisco so much. Um, it's like a second home. Yeah. We stayed at a cool hotel in Fisherman's Wharf called Hotel Zoe. Um, I've stayed there before, which is why we stayed there again. I just thought it was like a cool property and really centrally located. And we love waking up and walking along the water. So location's great. Yes. Hotel Zoe was great. The water in the lobby was on point. So I judge every hotel by the water in the lobby, the presentation, taste, and availability. All three, they nailed it. Tasted Tens? great. It was, there, it was there 24-7. You know, a lot of times they put the water away at night and you come in, that's when you need it most. Absolutely. Three o'clock in the morning. I don't need strawberry water at 10 o'clock. That's what I'm saying. It was there the entire time. The croissants were on point. Everything was great. Hotel Zoe, Fisherman's Wharf. We love them. Thank you for being our home in San Francisco. Yes. Um, I left Ashley to go to Swan Oyster by myself while she did work the last day. It's my favorite restaurant. Um, so if you're there, check it out. Um, <laughs> creep on everybody. Anyways, we have a lot of cool shows coming up. Um, stupid live shows. Yeah. Sorry. I always forget how stupid they are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. San Francisco, you guys were extra stupid. Extra stupid. Especially the second night. Oh Stupidest. my gosh. Whoa. All right. Well, we can't talk about what happened because it's stuff we do. We, you know, it's surprise, surprise shit. Yeah. Extra stupid. If you were there, you're welcome. If you were there, you know. And if you're not, you should have bought tickets. If you're reading this, it's too late. <laughs> um, but yes. the shows are really fun. They're all throughout. Like everybody's drunk. It's a fucking laugh riot. It's just a comedy show. It's a ton of fun. Bring yeah. your friends, get drunk, have a girl's night. Yes. That being said, 
They are the month of July. I'm going to do the first half. You do the second half. July 12th, three days after my birthday, Atlantic City, July 14th, five days after my birthday, Phoenix. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Denver, July 15th, um, six days after my birthday, <laughs> July 7th, July 16th in Denver is sold out, but you can still get tickets for the 15th and then July 18th, Salt Lake City. Yeah. And then Toronto, 36 days after my birthday on July 23rd. <laughs> Did you just do that math? Or you just, you're not, you didn't do the math. I did. It's a random number. And Montreal, 37 days after my birthday, (laughs) July 24th will be the Just for Last Festival. Um, That is a really cool festival. You guys can get tickets to um, like starter, like a a compilation pack where you get like three or four shows. Compilation pack. I think that's what it's called. Like it's it's different than our normal shows because it's part of a comedy festival. So you can get um, discounts on show tickets um, if you buy them together. So um, lots of people will be there who have been on our show before. Emma Willman and Mateo. Yeah, Um, probably more people than that too. So just, yeah, check the lineups. Very worth going. Toronto is really close to being sold out. So if you have not gotten tickets, really get on it. Yeah, the 130 left as of right this minute. As of right this moment. Um, All right. Yeah, so anyways, back to our lives. Uh, On the way here, before we got to San Francisco, you were in LA and I I had a great week while mom was out of town. (laughs) I laid out every night. You laid out every night, every day, and I drank every night. What? Like, I don't let you do that. Yeah. I just, (laughs) girls went wild while mom was out of town. (laughs) Yeah. You guys know, I usually keep brain all cooped up. I don't let her live her life. Ever. (laughs) Don't let her be, I don't let her fuck her neighbors. That's why I I have to fuck the guy in my building because like now you don't know about it because you're not there. This is not accurate, but we have talked about this when like one of us is out of town, the other one feels like, ooh, the boss is out of town. Yeah. Like when you were like when you were away in Cuba, I was like, oh, she's out of town. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> Literally, I didn't couldn't even get a hold of me if you wanted to. Um, yeah, I went to LA. Um, also, let me just say this: I have been like setting up my hinge just in these different cities, just for research and just to see. And maybe I'll see somebody that I like and I want to meet up with. And I didn't do it in LA; I just kind of forgot. And there was guys there that I was interested in, like IRL guys. But uh, Portland and San Francisco—I mean, they're swarming. Like, if you once you leave New York City, I can't stress this enough. You like remember that you're a desirable woman. Portland, I can't keep up. I mean, they're all like bearded fellas. Um, Every but, guy I've seen in Portland's been hot. Yeah, it's just even the guys in LA were hotter. Whatever, we're moving. Whatever, we live here now. Um, but I just got to say that, like, I I didn't know that you could change your hinge location. And then I'm like, well, yeah, you can. You can change it wherever you want. So what I'm going to do before we get to Denver, I'm going to like change it like a week out. Just start getting those matches in. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. You can just change oh, it wherever you want. I'm done with New York. I'm only, I'm doing the Katie Storino method. I, I mean, I only fuck in my building. <laughs> The people in my building or in other cities now. In other cities, out of state. Yeah, I went to LA. Um, I was there and then I went to San Francisco a few days prior, did some wine country stuff with my girlfriends. LA, I just, do you feel like I need to update you guys about going to Pound Town or as Raina calls it? Bangtown. Bangtown. <laughs> Bangtown just has a better ring to it, you know? I know it's called Poundtown, but like Bangtown is fun to say. I just hear William Hung like, she bangs, she bangs. Yeah. I have a whole song about it. Bangtown. <laughs> so yeah, I, I know you guys probably care. Um, d- <laughs> didn't didn't make it to Poundtown. I mean, I went by myself. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> went to orgasm town. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't really care. Like I, I said that I was meeting up this one guy. We met up. We had kind of like a late afternoon, early evening, happy hour drinks. But then I had to go meet up with friends. He had to go do something. I was kind of like, all right. It was kind of like friend vibes. The other guy that I had mentioned there, 
I guess I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm to blame too. I didn't even tell him I was coming. I was like, he'll see my Instagram story and he'll slide in there. And sure enough, he did. And then he was all upset that I didn't tell him I was coming. And I was like, okay, like this could happen. So we started to kind of try to make plans that night. He invited me to come meet up at some bar. I had plans with my girlfriend. By the time I was done with my plans, he was like headed home. It was 10. I was like, hello from New York city. Like we stay out late. Well, it's a some people do. I go to bed at nine. Um, you would go out if you thought you if might get laid. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and then the next it's my night, superpower. You know that exactly. I'll stay out till three in the morning if I think I'm gonna have sex with that, somebody. That's what I'm saying. But maybe he didn't know. I don't know. And then the next night. Um, I did extend my trip. I want to talk about that in a second too. But the next night I actually went to a comedy show. Mateo was on the show. So it was so fun to see him there in LA. I went to the show and then I was going to meet up with this guy after that. We kind of already talked about it later in the day. And then he was just like, oh, I'm just like not, you know, feeling great. I'm just like going to stay in. I'm like, all right, I'm done with this. Friday night mm-hmm. is nine o'clock, nine, nine thirty. Like I, I can say that I didn't really fully prioritize making plans with him because I didn't even tell him I was coming. But I mean, it's Friday night. I'm wanting to meet up. It's like nine o'clock. That's not too late. And like, I don't know. I just was like, that's all I really need to know. Even if you're just like not feeling a hundred percent, you should want, if you like somebody, you want to meet up with them. I just think it's crazy. I'm like, you, I mean, if a guy, any guy wants to stay in and like watch office reruns rather than like try to fuck a girl in a nice hotel at the beach, that's not guy for me. Yeah. I mean, we say it all the time. If like, he's not making time to see you. He doesn't like you. Yeah. And like what I like that you did is you just lived your life. You were like, all right, I see he's not prioritizing it. Cause I, we talked about this in the car earlier. Like when I was growing up, I guess, you know, high school, college, I was the kind of girl that a guy would make like quasi plans with me. And I would, yeah. I would take a shower and sit at home the entire night, like on the whim that he might hang out with me. Yeah. And I suffered from that for a long time. The, yeah, you know, I'll just be out. I'll see. And it's like, that guy's not making plans with you. Yeah. And I just didn't proactively go make other plans. And I like that you did that. And you were like, okay, not prioritizing (laughs) me. I'm not going to prioritize you. And I just, you know, I guess I kind of like to self-reflect too, where I'm like, he was like, Hey, we're going to this bar. Come meet up at eight. I was already headed to West Hollywood to meet a friend of mine. I guess I could have been like, okay, and turn the Uber around. But I was like, no, I kind of already made these plans. I don't know. So we just kept kind of missing each other. And then I was just like, eh, at the end of it, you don't want to see me that much or you'd get out of bed. It's Friday night. What are you doing? So I'm, you know, you, I mean, you guys know me. If a guy doesn't like me, I don't like him. So it's, I'm done. He was like, well, next time I'll make it up to you. I'm like, oh no, is it, what, this is done. Right. That, what, what do you mean keep interacting? It's over. I live in New York. You live right. in LA. This is over. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I wanted to talk about this because this was a revelation that I had. I was in LA. I was only going to stay there two nights. I saw a Nikki Glaser taper special. That was wonderful. Andrew Collin was there. And then I had one more night and then I was going to leave and go to San Francisco. And I just woke up. I was a, had to go catch my flight. I just went out to the beach. I had some coffee and then I was literally walking back to get my suitcase and fly to San Francisco. And I was like, I just don't want to leave. The weather's beautiful. I would rather stay warmer night here. I'm going to grab a hotel on the beach. And I'd been in Airbnb. So I was just like, I'm going to stay in my favorite hotel in Venice Beach and just cancel my flight, buy a new one and do it. And I did it literally with like, I'd already checked in for my flight. I just was like, abandoned it. I was like, sorry, Delta. And got a new flight, got the hotel last minute on hotel tonight and extended my trip an extra day. And... I had such a good time. I like hung out on the roof. I was, I had a nice lunch up there. I read my book. I went and met up with friends. I went to the comedy show. That was that night. I just had this great time. I was so happy that I did that. And I just was like, I'm so happy to be single and just do whatever the fuck I want 
whenever I want. Like, I just am thinking back to guys I dated, like where I'm like, one of the guys I dated seriously that I traveled with, he wasn't spontaneous enough. He would have been like, no, we're not doing that. We're not just going to like throw away our flights, buy new ones and stay another night. The other guy I dated seriously that we traveled together, he would have been like, no, I can't afford it. You know, like, nah. so I'm just like, I just, that's, I felt so happy to be like, up on this rooftop, like reading my book, having a margarita, eating tacos by myself and looking out at the beach and Venice beach and being like, I'm just so happy to be single and live my life every single minute doing exactly what I want. I think there's something really nice about that. And there's something really confident about that. Cause I think that like a couple of years ago, I probably would have let that situation with that guy really eat me. And I would have been disappointed and sad and been like, why does this guy want to hang out with me? And it's like, you were like, I don't know. I have money and I am creative and I'll find cool, fun stuff to do. And I get to like live my life and have this like whole fun thing. And I think that like that just speaks to like confidence and liking yourself and having hobbies. And I think that that's awesome. Yeah. And just like not relying on guys to make your trip worthwhile, I guess, or make anything worthwhile. Like it's all, I had such a good time. I hung out with all my girlfriends in LA and did fun stuff, went to comedy shows and had alone time too, like on my own schedule. So I don't know. I just had this kind of emotional feeling when I was up there by myself of like, this is great. Well, I think it's pride too. I mean, I think it's nice to get to an age where you've worked your whole life and you can afford to do nice things for yourself and you like set up this like friend group for yourself. I think it's, you know, you should be proud of building a life like that. And that's not to say like, I think when you're in a relationship too, it can enhance situations like that. Like I think about like my best friend, Kate, who I was with in wine country this past week. Like if her her and her husband are on the same page, like if they both are in a place that they love and they're like, you know what, let's just like blow off our flight and stay here another day. They both would. And they'd be like, this is why we're married. And I think situations can, this isn't to say that you don't get to do those things when you're in a relationship. I just want to make that clear. But it's like, those are also very telling situations where you're like, I want to do this thing and this person doesn't and they're holding me back. And that's when I do like appreciate being single. It's it's not that it's not shitting on being in a relationship. It's yeah. just like I'm in an age where I'm proud of myself and I'm confident and I'll like live this really cool life and I don't need to like sleep with some random dude in LA to like find value in my trip. Right. Like once I realized I wasn't meeting up with that dude, I like came back to the hotel and ordered fries and watched Sex and City reruns. I was like, this is a great night. That's really all I need in life. <laughs> I just want like a little bit of male attention. I think I feel like I have a couple of people like orbiting me that I like every time I go back to a hotel late at night, I order French fries and I put on Sex and the City and I like DM back and forth with some random dude. And then I'm like satiated. Why don't you talk about it? (laughs) (laughs) I can feel it bubbling up inside. Oh, because I've been dealing with this guy for like (laughs) a while. A while. A couple months. Months. Yeah, a few months. Um, He's a good looking guy. Not years. This isn't like a catfish thing. No, I've been talking to this guy for eight years. We've never 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 video chatted. (laughs) Um, He's never come on our show before. Um, Oh, uh, this guy is very good looking. He is like my number one orbiter. It is so crazy. So every week around Wednesday, he starts texting me, baby, I miss you so much. I mean, actually, this happens literally every week. It's so wild to to see. I just want, you know, I wish I I could put my lips on your lips. I miss you. I mean, he's such like a clown. It just makes me laugh. Like, so I don't think he's like being serious. I mean, sort of serious. Every week, baby, I miss you. Every week, what's your plan this weekend? I know you're so busy. Can I see you on Sunday? Every week I say yes. And every Sunday passes and I do not hear from him. And then on Wednesday, we just reset like Groundhog's Day. It's so crazy. Every week. Like he gets full men in black memory erased and he just starts it back up every single week. Wednesdays miss you, baby. He always keeps, he keeps telling me how busy I am. That's what he does every Wednesday. He's like, I know you're so busy. I know you're running around. I keep being like, I'm not, I don't do anything. 
I'm literally the most unbusy person on he earth. He probably sees you traveling and stuff. I don't know. I, I leave the city once a month. The other 28 days a month, I literally lay out from noon to three. I get drunk. I maybe sleep with somebody in the building and I'm taking that. That's it. This situation is extreme. Okay. You know, like I think I would like to know if anyone has had a situation this wild because there's guys, I don't know why he does this. I, I, I don't want to give too much away um, about this guy. He's done this to another girlfriend. We know where she was like into him and she was like, yeah, we have plans for Sunday. I'm sure they won't happen. Sure enough. They didn't Uh like it's, he just, he needs the attention. Yes. And I don't think like, there's something really gratifying when you finally know that about somebody that yeah. like, you don't have to feel bad about it. You're like, yeah, I know exactly what this is. I'm not, every time he texts me, I'm not like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm like, oh my God, how far can I take this? Like, it's so funny to me. Right. Like you don't really like this guy. Like no, you, you might fuck him or whatever or yeah. not. But if this was happening and you really were interested in this person, you give people one chance like that you give a guy one chance to hit you up midweek let's make plans for the weekend and then he never follows through give him one more chance if he does it again fuck this dude he doesn't like you he doesn't like you like i this dude doesn't like me either you know what i mean like this guy doesn't want to seriously i'll explain to you why i know he doesn't want to seriously date me but um he doesn't want to seriously date me and i you're so right like i have another friend who like same situation was like sort of texting back with this guy and he's like yeah we should hang out on sunday and she's like yeah let me know she doesn't hear from him by like Friday. She's like, ah, I should check in. She checks in. He's like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll touch base. Never hears from him. And it's, that dude, that dude doesn't like you. Right. I mean, he might find you. I don't want to like completely put everybody down. That doesn't mean that they don't like you as a person, think you're worthwhile, pretty smart, fun, whatever. They don't want to date you. Right. Or there's like a bunch of other girls in the rotation. I, I just want to read this meme. This made the rounds a couple weeks ago and we loved it. I saw it in a bunch of different accounts. Um, I was obviously probably from someone on Twitter, but the meme was, if they like you, you'll know. If they don't like you, you'll be confused. <laughs> it is, nothing has ever been more accurate. I Absolutely. can't, like whenever a girlfriend or a, I guess a guy friend too, whatever, anybody that comes to me with a situation that they don't know what's going on and they don't know how someone feels. I'm just going to say that. I agree. Are you confused? Get out. Yeah. You know, or you can try to see it through. I've seen crazier things happen, but they don't like you enough. Like if they like you, you'll know it. You'll know it. And I wouldn't prioritize it. And that's the best advice I would say is like, you're not a priority to them. Just like I'm not, a, you are not a priority to that guy in LA and I'm not a priority to but this But he wasn't dude. a priority to me. Yes, but I'm saying you know? I, neither of us are prioritizing them either, but that's right. a healthy way. Like you're right. not a priority to him and I'm not a priority to yep. this dude, but that used to eat the shit out of right. me. It would kill me. I would stay home all night. It'd be 11 o'clock at night. I'd just be sitting there like, ah, maybe I should take my makeup off. But like, what if they text the next 15 minutes? Yeah. Like bargaining with myself how late I could go out. And now I'm just like, I don't know. If you yeah. don't want to make plans me and follow up, then fuck you. I don't right. care. Uh, but he really doubled down on some crazy shit Memorial Day weekend. Oh my god, I was out of drunk the whole weekend in wine life. country with my girlfriends, and I'm like, when I saw this came through, I mean, it sobered me up. <laughs> I was like, what just happened? Mom was away, so he decided that was the time to put his dick on the table. <laughs> really put the dick on the table. He sent me. Nine o'clock, he was like, hey, what are you up to? I was like, nothing. Spent the day in Brooklyn, just got home. What are you up to? And he was like, oh, send me a pic. I didn't send a pic. Less than three minutes go by and he sends me a pic and I open it. It is a hard dick pic. Oh my God. Big hard dick in his hand. I have never even held hands with this person. No. You've like, held them one time. Yes. That's it. <laughs> yeah. We've been in the same room together twice. Right. Like the, dick pic? Are you doing your 9 p.m. So dick great. pic? 
It's so wild. And I then could, I didn't respond. And he wrote, oh, well, I thought I'd take a shot. Uh, Why? Uh, don't, don't take the shot. It's so crazy because I also he sent it through Instagram, right? He was like a DM. Yeah, he's smart. I don't want like a phone deck. That was smart. At least I couldn't screenshot it without him knowing. <sighs> I wish you would have. Um, I know you, everybody. Was I like, think that's fine. You're allowed to screenshot that. <laughs> like what's true. you know like right, you sent a dick pic do? yeah what's he gonna do um what's he gonna like, why'd you screenshot that it's like why'd you send it right um i love that he, it's like he had it ready to go and he wanted to send it so badly like i can totally uh, more understand a situation that he was like send me a pic and you were like no you send me a pic and then he sent it but the crazy part is he asked you for a pic you didn't say anything and he was like you know, here, well never mind literally he like he didn't even three minutes went by tops and then he sent it and he just goes oh i took a shot don't it's so crazy don't take a shot you don't even want to hang out with me you're sending dick pics i don't know i i wouldn't have been able to not screenshot it hands down like that that's when i was on dating app Raya. i kept getting in trouble for screenshotting i screenshot everything i would have just been like burp it was one of the, I was so shocked and drunk. Yeah. I didn't even know what oh, to right. do. Your I reflexes ha- weren't fast enough. It wasn't. And I would have. I mean, you deserve it was a nice dick too. Yeah. But he did he say anything after? Has he addressed it? He, he apologized to me the next day. He was like, I might have taken that a little too far. I was like, um, you think? All right. Well, here's what I can't wait to say. Okay. If your regular routine continues to happen, or did this embarrass him out of doing it? Like, is he is he post dick pic? hitting you up this Wednesday. Yeah, guys don't have any dignity. I don't know. Guys they, aren't like, oh, yes, I can't they get, I did that. They get embarrassed though, I think. Not that guy. That's fair. That guy does not have dignity. It's no shame. He's too good looking to have dignity. He's like, I don't fucking care. Sent 17 dick pics today. What do I care? Oh, if he's doing that with you, if a guy is like hitting you up once a week, being like, can I see you? And then not following up, that guy is doing that with 15 other girls. You are not special. Right. I am not special. Oh, man. Wonder if I, I have all these dudes right now in my hinge from all over the West Coast or the Pacific Northwest. Like I just wonder if I can get a dick pic. <laughs> That's your challenge for the rest of the day. That's my challenge. I challenge you, Ashley, to get a dick pic. This guy just straight up. I said the the hallmark of a good relationship is same taste in memes. That's one of my like prompts. And he first opener, literally the first thing he said was, "What's your number? Can I send you some memes? Do you think that means can I send you a dick? <laughs> what if I what if I just said my number back and I was like. I'll take a dick pic. No memes necessary. Are guys in the Pacific Northwest that bold? I think they're boldly hairy down there. (laughs) That's really what I want to see. You think they're not sending dick pics? Every guy I've seen has a beard. So I'm just like wondering what's going on down there. It's more like research. Yeah. Like, can you even see it? All right. Well, if you're from the Pacific Northwest, you're a man. Please send Ashley your dick pics. You know, I love bushes and trees. We want to see your dick beard. (laughs) Ashley is a horticulturist. Arborist. I don't know what that, I can't say that word. It's about trees though. Raina didn't know I love trees and we like pulled into Oregon, like from the airport. It's like, welcome to Oregon. I just see all the like signature Oregon pine trees. Like it's on the license plate. Like everything, Oregon is like these special trees. They're not that, they just are very specific to this part of the country. I just like love trees. I love like palm trees. I love the, like seeing the West Coast palm trees versus the East Coast palm trees, like Florida versus California. I just am very into trees. <laughs> I, I'm, an, I'm an arbor enthusiasts. You're telling, I have 17 plants in my apartment. I'm a plant mom, but I am not an arborist. We have, I have no trees at home. And then Raina goes, what, what is an arborist? You're like, what does an arborist do? Like, when would you call an arborist? And I was like, if you have a tree situation. <laughs> but like, what are those people? It's just like a gardener that does trees. Uh, 
they, they take care of trees. Um, well, yeah. Is that really it? That's it. I just like having like a little bit longer of an intro today because I think that like what you and I have been like dealing with these men is like parallel. And I just like this yeah. message of like if somebody's orbiting you and you're confused, just live your life. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we in actuality need to run to soundcheck for, oh, our, Por- for our Portland show. Yeah. But in podcast reality, we're going to introduce our guest. Yes. So. Um, she is great. She's super funny. She's born and raised in New York. She's an awesome podcast called The Unofficial Expert. She's done work with BET, MTV, Comedy Central. She is basically a Barbie doll. Look at this outfit. Uh, she is very sexy. So welcome to the house studio, Marie Boston. Baby. <laughs> that old voice. Hi. <laughs> Marie is our well, oldest guest. I never realized how deep my voice was until because I it, I keep losing it every like once a year. I like it gets really really raspy and I sound like Maya Angelou. It's crazy. Do you think people like the dudes like it? Girl, I don't care if they like it. I feel like it's kind of hot. No, that's what I'm saying. Like I, mean, I feel like they people like that raspy voice. Yeah, I mean, I haven't spoken a lot of weed, like a lot. <laughs> so I think it might be a little bit of that also. <laughs> or maybe I'm dying. I don't have insurance. By the way, the reason this came up is because you were telling us that you recently did a voiceover audition that was meant for like an older person. Yeah, but they were, they were like, like you can handle 60s. it. Yeah, they're like, your voice has the right amount of depth. And I was like, are you trying to say I sound old? And they were like, mm-hmm. yeah, like a young Viola Davis. Well, someone I last week because I've been like a little sick. This is fine. But last week was pretty bad. My voice. And I said on the podcast, like my, I've been sick. This is why my voice sounds like this. Someone DM me. She was like, Hey, Ashley, I do voice therapy. If you're ever in any need, like your voice sounds like shit. I do voice, voice therapy. therapy. I was like, bitch, I'm just sick. <laughs> I'll be better next week. I'm just week. congested. Let me unclog my nose. Which is funny because last year, the whole winter I was sick. Four months of like raspy whooping cough and uh-huh. nobody said shit. If yeah. you sound exactly the same. I guess so. Yeah. yeah, I guess I just sound like shit all the time. <laughs> Anyways, you're 28. You're not 59. No, ma'am. Um, you're from New York. <laughs> Tell us more about yourself. Um, What about me? Um, So I am from New York, which I think is weird. Where are you guys from? Pittsburgh and Delaware. Yeah. Wow. But I lived in Atlanta for 10 years. Okay. So, so I kind of like claim Atlanta too. Atlanta. So black dudes in Waffle House. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm from here. My mom and dad are from Haiti. Uh, English is the last language that I learned. Really? It's wow. the best one that I speak now. Growing up in New York was the last one. Well, my mom and dad are not from here. Okay. So they got to this, they hadn't been in this country that long when I was born. So they didn't really speak any English. And I have an older brother. So he went to school and would come home and speak English to us. And that's how I learned English. Oh, really? Does that make sense? Yeah, that's fascinating. How and much older is he? He's only a year older than me. Uh-huh. So in my house, we speak all three languages at the same time. Oh my gosh. So French, English, Creole in one sentence. So I thought that's how everybody spoke. Uh-huh. So when I started school, I would speak to my teacher like that and they were like, oh, she dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no, actually, she's quite smart. Actually, she's smarter than you. She speaks three she's languages. trilingual. Yeah. Uh, but I was in ESL <laughs> for like nine years. <laughs> were you like, fuck you, mom and dad? Like, no, I no just, one told me otherwise. ESL was fun for me. I saw Free Willy in ESL. I was like, this is amazing. Wait, what is that? Just like slow English learner? English second language. Oh, okay. Oh, so, you didn't have that at your school? ESL? I don't know. Mm, a lot of white kids like, in uh, Delaware. Delaware? Yeah. yeah. No, there was like one Jewish person. There was like, I <laughs> and mean, he's like, there was you no- guys. <laughs> 
The ESL kids are in like a van out back behind the school. That's where they are. Oh, like a mini trailer. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. in a trailer. I was in one of those, but it was like for the gifted and talented kids. You know what I mean? That's what they told you, sis. You were in one of them special classes. <laughs> they were like, you're in a special class. Yeah. And you were like, I'm special. You took, like, no, you took you the just... tiny school bus to school and you were like, this is VIP. And it's like, no, you can't be trusted around regular kids. <laughs> It's all making sense. You see it now. You're like, no, I was special. Oh, no, like, mm. I took the VIP bus. They're like, girl, no. <laughs> the VIP bus. You're like, this is... <laughs> yeah, so I... Ashley thinks she's so great. <laughs> yeah, Ashley's just now learning that she was actually a special kid. <laughs> uh, okay, and are you dating? Are you single? Are you in a relationship? Oh, girl, this, is, this question is hard because it's like, look at Marie. She is stunning. I should have <laughs> so many hoes, you know, but I... Um, I watch a lot of Law and Order SVU and oh, I'm always funny. afraid that I'm going to get kidnapped or murdered. So okay. it's like, Same. Well, I'm not going to go to that house. I don't know him. And so I'm, I'm hanging and banging with somebody right now. Okay. I have a lover. Well, good. Um, and, uh, the sex is good, but, uh, I just feel like I should be having more sex. Are you guys, so you guys aren't like monogamous committed? No, he's not my boyfriend. Oh, you can do whatever. He's a, dude that I'll he's a lover. He's Hello. a lover. How did you meet him? Uh, on Hinge. Okay, nice. Um, but I was saying before, like men don't approach me in real life and it's annoying because it's like, I'm out here, you know, I got, I got a red lip on, maybe I'll do on a lash. Like you should be speaking to me in real life. Can I ask you a question? Cause like, okay, I sit at home and just wait for men to approach me in my uh. apartment when I'm by myself. Um, <laughs> do you, do you actively put yourself, how do you meet guys? Do you put yourself in situations? Like, do you work at coffee shops during the day? Do you like to go out to bars? How do you meet guys? Uh, I guess I'm also waiting at my house for a man to break in and uh, meet me. Yeah, well, uh, well, you, do you do comedy. <laughs> I do comedy, but okay. So I was before the show that I was on, <laughs> I was on stage almost every night of the week. Right. Yeah. And then I booked this TV show and I was like, bye comedy. <laughs> like I like people would ask me to do shows and I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a show that no one's watching. I don't do comedy. Oh. And then the show got canceled. And now I'm like, Hey, comedy, Can I get some spots? comedy, you up? Like, <laughs> And so that's where I am now, uh, just doing comedy again. Just, Did you just, meet just guys? open mics every night. <laughs> but I also I don't want to like I I'm I'm kind of mean in my comedy. Uh-huh. I don't know if you can tell, but like I make fun of the audience a little bit, and yeah. I like roast men in general, and I yeah. always expect them to never come up to me. But like it's always some like dusty dude in sandals <laughs> that's like, hey. Uh, would love to take you out someday. It's always a white man. That's hey, why, yeah. yeah, mediocre white man energy. They are the most confident person. Why? Why are men <laughs> so confident? Because they can have anything. All you have to do is just show up and be a white man. You can have anything you want. But not like, really, not but Marie. Why are the right? You can't have me. <laughs> also, <laughs> Dusty is my favorite adjective. Dusty is the perfect way to describe just men in general. But you know, like male comics are out here on the road just. Fucking after every show. And it's not even funny male comedians. It's just like no, the just most the regular, average, yeah, unattractive. You look like a lesbian aunt. Yes. And you're fucking after the shows. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. Get up there with a the microphone. You'll, you can have whatever you want. A microphone and a boot cut jean does not equal good dick to me. <laughs> a boot cut jean? And I feel like all men, for some reason, just discovered Chelsea boots last year. So they're all wearing Chelsea boots now. Wait, is that like, like a cowboy boot? No, it's like a like a suede ankle boot. Okay, because men, because a lot of them just need that height. Mm. Like a, a man that's wearing a cowboy boot, you're like, mm, he knows the secret. They got a they got, they got a cowboy. cowboy boot is not my type. Let's <laughs> bring cowboy boots out here. Get out of here. 
here. Girl, it's okay. Let me finish. It, <laughs> it gives them a couple extra inches. Yeah, so do Timberland boots. I yeah. don't need. You're right. Timberlands yeah. are. Right. I don't need you in a just like all my exes live. It. Like, no. I, He's like jumping up and like clapping them. Some guys, like, some, <laughs> my, some guys can pull them off. My dad wears boots. <laughs> does he wear cowboy boots? He does, but he lives in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> right. He, he probably he, wears a hat that yeah. goes with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob wears them. My best guy friend, Rob, he's like a six five, good looking dude. He's not in country. He, he'll rock a cowboy boot, but he doesn't need to for the height. With, with the jeans tucked in or the jeans not tucked <laughs> the in? Jeans you go can't over. Tuck him in. He might Halloween, have, you tuck him in. <laughs> I don't know what the proper um, protocol is for wearing cowboy boots successfully I, as a man. I, <laughs> I know women wear cowboy boots with like a dress and like a denim jacket. On like October thirtieth. Yeah. Right. Uh, I am not. I am not. I am not trying to short shame, but it's a hack okay, for short but listen, men. Also, I, tall hair. Well, this feels like a good time to take a break. Raina's going to talk about our fave, Postmates. Yes, it's my vibe. Postmates, never leave the house. Um, if you guys don't know about it, it's a really cool app. You can get anything delivered that you want. It's 24-7. So um, I think they're probably most known for food, but it is a wide range of stuff. So it's groceries, it's pharmaceuticals. In some states, it's wine. So um, yeah, get your alcohol delivered. You can get anything Condoms. delivered. And um, it's super convenient. The app is really easy to use. So literally never have to make any trips to the store or talk to people, which is also my vibe. And I love it. Um, (laughs) Sometimes the drivers are cute. You know, it's all kinds of cool stuff. And you know, I love their logo. And I like to stalk people and you can watch the driver drive to you. You Watch this driver. (laughs) Huge fan of stalking. <laughs> this is a perfect use it as a dating app. You know, it is what it is. Right. Download or, Postmates today. Yeah. If you're thinking about getting into the field of stocking, start with that. <laughs> I love Postmates. I always get my sweet green salad. It is the only app delivery service in New York City where I can get it delivered. So I use it at least once a week. I love it for everything. 365, never leave your house. Um, the app is free, so you can download it. They have um, a super easy app to use, especially with restaurants, because they'll have the whole restaurant menu there for you and pictures of everything. Thing. I like pictures, guys. So for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code GGE. That's code GGE for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app and then you guys can get anything you need anytime you need it. Download Postmates and save with code GGE. Yes. Let's talk about tits. All right. I am wearing my third love bra right now. The third love t-shirt bra is my absolute favorite. Perfect fit. The thing about third love is that they use millions of real women's measurements to make these bra sizes. They design the bras with the breast size and shape in mind for an impeccable fit and incredible feel. More sizes than any other brand. 70 sizes, including the signature half cup sizes. And you can find your fit with their cute little third love online fit finder quiz. Order and try on at home. No more awkward fitting room experiences. We love the quiz. Cute pictures of titties on there. You can find you can find your size and the shape of your breast. And the thing we love about them is there is a 100% fit guarantee. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, you can return it. 
and they will donate it to a woman in need. I love it. I think they're so comfortable. You don't have like weird armpit fat with third love. Like that's the thing. Super supportive, very comfortable. We've been traveling a lot. I'll wear them on the plane. I feel just comfortable wearing them every day, no matter what I'm doing. So third love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. Right now they are offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash GGE now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash GGE for 15% off today. Treat your titties right. Do you say titties because I say titties? I don't or even were know you saying titties before me? I don't know if that's even like an appropriate word. I mean, I, I think we can say whatever we want because we're women and we can call our body parts whatever we want. I don't want a man saying titties, but I say <laughs> titties all the time because I think it's ironic. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Nobody looks at me and thinks titties is going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> I, that's, I say because it's funny, like ass and titties, ass, ass and titties. Yeah. I just say, I mean, I say all kinds of things just to make people uncomfortable all the time. Ashley hates going to meetings with me. <laughs> so like, I love saying titties. I feel like people just like, ooh. It's like, just a ooh. fun thing to say. People don't <laughs> see it coming. All right. Anyway, back to Marie. What is your relationship history? Do you have a lo- like a long term relationship uh yeah so I've only ever had one boyfriend and it was kind of mm, I'm not gonna talk negatively about him because the last time I did that which was the first podcast I ever did it got back to him because I was like people don't listen to podcasts and then he heard it so okay uh but he was a nice dude we were together for like three years Mm -hmm. um and it was just you know, it was fine. Yeah. And then after that, it was like, well, let me just do something completely different. I'm going to be a hoe. And I called it my host centennial 2018. And then I <laughs> failed miserably because I'm a germaphobe. And I was, I'd go to somebody's house and be like, oh, I'm not getting naked here. Like, this is nasty. Like, just pubes on the ceiling fan. Right. Like, how do they produce so many pubes? I don't understand it. They're everywhere. I mean, maybe it's not all pubes. Like, when my hair gets wet, my fro shrinks down. I look like a young Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. And when I comb my hair out, it looks like pubes. (laughs) That's what my sister said to me. Maybe they were my hairs. So the host and right, the host and Tandy, the host and Tandy. How did you decide to embark on the host and Tandy? You do dating apps. Well, you okay, right. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the apps. I'm gonna like meet people out, and people are gonna set me up with their hot single friends, right. and nobody. It didn't work out. Nobody hooked you, me up with anybody, or people would be like, Oh, Marie, you know who's perfect for you? My other friend. And then I'll meet them and be like, Yeah, right. Like he has no teeth, and, and they're like, Yeah, insulted. but he's funny, and it's like, No. <laughs> But you're funny. He's funny. You're black. His teeth are black. <laughs> he hasn't seen his kids in a couple years. Like I, that's not my type either. Do you date? Are you an equal opportunity employer? Do you like black guys, white guys, brown guys, Asian guys? Um, I've dated white dudes. I've dated black dudes, obviously, because look at me, I'm a queen. Uh, <laughs> I've are. never dated a brown dude, but I feel like I'd be open to it. Listen, I've gone on dates with all types of men. I've only slept with white or black, but like it don't matter what you look like if you're paying for my food. And that's a, that's <laughs> no accept a free meal from anyone. Oh, absolutely. And for me, because I'm a comic, so like I get material when I leave my house. If I'm home all day, I'm not getting anything new right. unless I look out the window. Right. But like if a guy's like, oh, I want to take you out. I'm like, absolutely. Right. And my friends would be like, do you like him? And I'm like, girl, it doesn't matter. Right. And he's also, for you getting a nice meal, he's getting entertained. Right. By like a beautiful woman. Like what else? Yeah, it's worth whatever meal. It feels like a win to me. I went on a date with this, so this Italian guy once. And uh, when you, like from Italy, like he's here getting his master's or something. Yeah. And when you think Italian guys, what do you guys think? 
like from Italy. What, like what do you tall, think dark, handsome. Like? He was none of those things. Uh, uh, he was like short and light and cheap. <laughs> and oh no. we, we like, he met, we met for brunch, right? And we get to this place and I'm like, ooh, I'm hungry. Like, what am I going to eat? Because, you know, you save, you like maybe don't eat the night before. Like, you're like, oh, I'm going to eat. I'm going to get two meals. Like, you're excited. I'm going to get French toast. I'm going to get eggs. I'm going to get a side of bacon. It's going to be applewood smoked. Like, you're excited. He's like, how much does this bitch need to eat? Nah, he was like, well, I'm not hungry, but, you know, if you want to get yourself something to eat, like, that's cool. And I was like, myself. like brunch time? Shocked. Yeah. So I didn't get anything to eat. No. (laughs) I got a tea because I was like the way that he was talking and he was so boring. Oh, no. Like speak English? Yeah, he spoke English. He'd been here for a little while. And he was like, he's talking about politics and Trump. And it was like, dude, why are you? I'm still trying to figure out why you're not paying for my food. Why are we talking about Donald Trump right right now? Like in a positive way? No, he just was like, this country is, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's not good because, and it's like, but why are you here? Like go home. Right. Why are we on a tea date? I don't know who, sometimes you go on dates with people like this and you're like, what planet are you from? Like somebody on earth vibes with that guy. Like there are girls that go on dates with that guy and are like, he's so insightful. Right. He has such counterculture ideas. And I just love it. Like, I want to know who that girl is. Oh. Oh, no. I know. I also would have ordered food. Like I've been on those dates where the guy's like, I'm not eating. And I'm like, I'm going to eat. What? <laughs> what are you talking about here? Yeah. I, just, I don't know. But this felt like a thing where I like, I wanted to get in and get out pretty fast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right? true. Yeah. Like it was shut like, it down. oh, I'm not going to have a good time. Like I'm in a bad mood now. Right. I mean, I, I also, he probably was also in a bad mood. Cause like I showed up for this brunch date, like no makeup, just like, I probably still had like eye boogers in my eyes. I was like, okay, we we'll in. <laughs> <laughs> He's like nothing for you. He's like, we're not eating anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Well, we are going to take another quick break to talk about one of our other partners for this episode that we are super excited about. Yeah, we're talking about ModCloth. ModCloth believes fashion celebrates all women, so their sizes ranges from 0, double zero to 28. For 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to ModCloth.com and enter the code GGE at checkout. This offer is valid for you guys for one-time use only. It expires October 5th, 2019. I really like this company, so does Ashley, and yes. they do all kinds of stuff. They do shoes, accessories, bathing suits, dresses. It's really cool for summer. I mean, I know they do all the seasons, but it's a really really colorful online site so lots of patterns rainbows bright colors it's the best for summer packing Um, and they are incredibly size inclusive so they have double x small up to 4x Um, you can obviously wear this stuff to work um, but lots of stuff for the weekend short skirts accessories hats shoes etc Ashley and I actually visited one of their they don't have a lot of these stores right yeah they only have a few like pop up stores we were in the one uh, in San Francisco on Fillmore Street and walked in. It's just such a nice shopping experience too. Right away, Raina picked out these pants for me. There were these like high-waisted wide leg that had these like this rainbow stripe that sounds kind of crazy, but she was like, this is your vibe. And I like bought them immediately. Like we love this stuff so much, like really fun, flirty clothes, all the sizes you need. They have stuff you can wear at weddings, summer and spring weddings, stuff, great stuff to wear on dates. And again, like you said, just like buy all these little fun, flirty, cute dresses that just are so easy to pack for anything you're doing this summer. Huge fan. And just the size and inclusivity alone, we love. And I think that like 
I am so prone to shopping at the same stores all the time. This is stuff that I've never seen anywhere else. No, absolutely not. you're never going to walk into like a wedding or an event or anything and other people will have your stuff. We don't think. I don't know. We can't guarantee it. I mean, some of our listeners will be wearing it. (laughs) But uh, But yeah, be on the forefront of fashion. Love it so much. (laughs) So we're giving you guys 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. Again, you go to modcloth.com and enter the code GGE at checkout. This offer, again, is valid for one-time use only and expires on October 5th, 2019. Yes. Back to Marie. Marie, you were telling us before that you have recently been propositioned for more than one threesome. So we want you to tell us about them. So after the show got canceled that I was on, this couple messaged me. They had been messaging me while it was on and they're like, oh, this woman. She's like, oh, my boyfriend and I love your show. And then last week, last Friday, she sent me a message and was like, oh, I thought the show was on a break, but I see that it's canceled now. She was like, my boyfriend and I would love to fly you out anywhere you want to come on vacation with us. And I was like, oh, they trying to Natalie Holloway me. Like, they're trying to to kill me on a beach. And (laughs) then I talked about it on Twitter and I was like, well, where, what vacation do you have coming up? And she's like, Disneyland, Bora Bora, Amsterdam, Sweden, India. She's like, but wherever you want to go, we'll go. What? Who are and these I'm people? Like, Did you look them up? These people in San Francisco. It's this white woman who looks like Khloe Kardashian. Okay. It's a oh, new okay. face. Gotcha. Old face. Yeah. So new Chloe. The after picture. And then the, her, her man is, he's cute. A black dude. Kind of Tristan Thompson-y. And, okay. um... Then in that conversation I was having on Twitter with everybody like about this threesome situation, another couple hit me up and they were like, hey, like they were like, hey, we have a a proposition, preposition. One of those two things. Prop- uh, <laughs> proposition. Wait, so, okay, but you you thought you were maybe getting murdered at first. And then did people on Twitter help you realize it was a threesome situation? Or did you confirm that they wanted to fuck no, you? No, I knew for sure it was a threesome. I, I went on Twitter and was like, this woman is, this, this couple wants me to do a threesome with them. Right. And I was like, let's list the pros and cons. Okay. And people were like, what'd you uh, get back? People were like, you could get murdered, but <laughs> you might get a good story out of it. And I'm like, well, who am I going to tell? In hell. Like, who am I going to tell this story to? Right. But as long as you're on the edge of death, I feel like in comedy, like everything you do is just for the story. But also if people are upfront about their identity and they're not hiding anything, they're not going to murder you. You could be like, hey, these are the murderers. Like you could just tell, you know. Yeah, but like, you could sh- I sh- feel like people's people being afraid they're going to get caught doesn't stop people from murdering people. I think it does. Like, that's why people don't get murdered in Ubers and Airbnbs. Cause like they're, you know, being held accountable. Yeah. yeah. Like you yeah. could, you could show like Sydney, who is Marie's podcast co-host. You could be like, here's their address, their picture. If I, I mean, I guess it doesn't help once you get murdered. Yeah. Right. But, like, I'm already they could easily get caught. I don't know. I don't know. So you weren't into it. But this other couple messaged me and they're the next day. And they were like, hey, uh, no flight necessary. We're in Jersey. I was like, I'm not crossing the Hudson River to get my ass ate in New Jersey. I would rather die on a beach like <laughs> with sand in my booty hole. Like I'm not. But this is an interesting concept to me about like bringing an extra person into the bedroom and who you bring in. Because I think if you're a couple, it's not so crazy to ask somebody who like probably is never going to have a relationship with you outside of this threesome to come into the threesome. I mean, yeah, it's crazy to ask. I guess, well, but like, 
And you think about like who to bring into the bedroom. I think it's so flattering. Yeah. Aren't you flattered? I mean, yeah, but it's like, why did it take so long for people to start asking me to do threesome? You know? I've, I've been here. <laughs> I wear my retainer every night. Like, my teeth are great. Are you? <laughs> I learned to say. Have yeah, you, they are. Oh, yeah. Your teeth are good, too. I, bitch, I bought these. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I can't relate. I mean, I had braces, but whatever. Well, I had braces for years also. I did too. I still wear my retainer. Yeah, 30. I have a permanent retainer. Wow. So would you do a threesome? Well, see, that's the thing. So this other couple, the second couple, they're like, well, what do you want? Because I was like, well, the other couple is offering a flight. What are you guys offering? It's so amazing. You get to like pit them against each other. I'm like, well, they're offering a flight. Like a job negotiation. Right. And they're like, well, what do you want? And I'm like, oh, what do I want? <laughs> so now I'm like pulling my friends to be like, well, what should I ask for? Oh my God. It's, it sounds like the San Francisco couple has more money. If yes. they're taking all those trips. They do have more money, but they're farther away. Yeah. Like, what is that like vacation mean? for you? Right. But if, if I let them book a flight for me, what, they're going to Uber me to the house? Right. It's a yeah. lot of negotiation. Are they going to pick me up yeah. and then we have to make small talk also, on the way to the threesome? I would be going so deep on those two people, like really stalking them to be like, do I want to fuck these people? The answer might be yes. But if I'm doing my first threesome, like it probably is local, you know? Right. I feel like, like you got to oh, stay close. The first time, like if I'm really like dabbling in threesomes, it's probably like in my name. You know? <laughs> I don't want it to be in my neighborhood though. I don't want to see you. See after. those people? <laughs> what I'm, I bump into you at the bodega? Yeah. We're I, both getting a, a sausage egg and cheese and we're so like, right. oh, uh, so, I fucked our this, thing. I, I fucked this guy in my building and now every day of my life is living hell. Why would you do that to yourself? I was drunk. I don't know. Why I does anybody do anything? I've drunk. never banged somebody that went to the same school as me that like, I did bang a dude that I was working with, but you know, I got fired. So <laughs> yeah, on purpose. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're right. I guess you could like test it out with the New Jersey couple and then you could just be like the threesome girl. Well, I told them I'm not going to I mean, New Jersey. I mean, you're looking for a job. <laughs> I was like, I'm not coming to Jersey. And they're like, well, we'll come into the city. And I was like, I want this hotel. I want floor to ceiling windows. I want this, 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 this. And I was like, but if I meet you guys and the chemistry's not there, I don't know what to tell you. Right. And he's like, yeah, chemistry's important. Are they attractive? Uh, what are they? The girl is attractive, but I'm not into women. And I told him that. Mm -hmm. And he was like, all right, well, maybe we could figure something. I was like, sir, (laughs) I'm not, because he's giving me five, seven energy. Like he looks Uh like, I'm like, sir, I'm not here for baby dick. Like I'm not here for your baby carrot dick. Like if she's not going to be there, I would not be talking to you. Then it's not a threesome. Right. And it's just your girlfriend. Right. But she knows. Some people like that though. Some people oh, they could know be like that, an open relationship. Yeah, or cuckolding, things yeah, like that. Yeah, but I don't know if that's my ministry. All right, and no, I'm going to no. be in France next month, so maybe I should have a menage in France. That seems like a very appropriate. Right? Just like not planned, just kind of like sp- like meet some sexy stranger somewhere and just right. bang them. I feel like that's the way to go. Then you know the chemistry's there. Or yeah. just start with a girl. Like it just seems like a lot to me. Just go straight into a threesome with strangers across the country. You know, well, that's across the country, but New Jersey's right here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, also, I wouldn't go to Jersey. They would meet me here. Yeah, right. At the hotel. Right. Yeah. Well, if you guys are coordinating threesomes, lots to think about. <laughs> I just think that's so, I just think that's really flattering. They were like, she's the one. It is she's flattering. She's the one we want to bring in. Uh, I also, I already know what I'm going to wear. I got this like awesome, like latex dress moment that I bought like randomly at a thrift shop. And I was like, I don't know where I'm ever going to wear this. And then when I got those th- threesome offers, them two. <laughs> I was like, I got a dress. <laughs> that, had you ever gotten a threesome offer before? 
yes. Okay. When I was in New Orleans last year, apparently that's like the threesome capital of the country. Okay. I, who polls that? I don't know, but a it lot of sense. people come. A lot of people go down to New Orleans to specifically have for threesomes. crazy threesomes, and sex there things. is French inspiration there. Okay. See, ta-da. <laughs> French, arch- French architecture and threesomes. That's. I mean, you know, plus you can drink on the street there. It's yeah. like this like woman was really aggressive with me and her man was this like little skinny, like scaredy cat dude. And we were all smoking weed and or we were drinking at a show. And I was like, oh, I want I want some weed. And they're like, we got weed at the house. And I was like, uh, OK, where's the house? And they were like, not that far. <laughs> and I was like, where is the house? I was like, go get it and come back. And they're like, you can come with us. <laughs> We have a van. I was like, what? A van. They're like, the Toyota Sienna right there. Like, that's out. And I was like, I'm not getting in that car. Yeah. I was like, no one, like, I didn't know them. I had never met them. I don't know what their names were. The wife was like crazy. And like, I went to the bathroom. She followed me into the bathroom. I was like, sis, you gotta go. Like, would you have a threesome with your partner? Like, if I was dating somebody, would you bring somebody in? No, because I feel like a threesome should be like a thing where like we do it and then don't ever see each other again. Yeah, right? I would want to be the third in a threesome. I would not want to be. I just, I mean, whatever. Every relationship is different. That doesn't mean in the future I couldn't get into a relationship with somebody that like I wouldn't want to, I guess, have a threesome. But I think I personally would have a hard time bringing somebody else into the bedroom with my serious significant other. I also yeah. don't want a boyfriend. That's not what I want. I'll tell you what my real goal is for this year. Okay, I want okay. to peg a man. I oh. want to peg a man. Yes, girl. I want to peg Obsessed a rich. A rich white man in his beautiful apartment overlooking the Manhattan skyline. You need a view if you're going to I need a view of of pegging Chad. Okay, why? Or Kyle. Or Blake. (laughs) Blake. Or like Peyton. (laughs) Peyton. (laughs) Preston. Like I want, I feel like I need a view. Wait, so you've pegged before? So I've talked about this a lot. I talk about pegging a lot on the podcast. Love it. Um, Missed it. Doing it. No, I haven't done it. I met this guy that really wanted it. And like, uh, we ended up stopping seeing each other pretty shortly after. And I thought like, oh my God, like what is mentally wrong with him? But like, yeah, nothing. Like every guy wants this. So many guys want this. Wait, so he asked for it and then you stopped talking to him? uh, Yeah, he asked for it. And then I found out that he had a girlfriend he was cheating on with Uh, me. Cheating on with me. So then we stopped. I still would have pegged him and then I would have dumped him. I know. I want to peg a man and then never call him back. I'm going to see him at a wedding next year. Like peg and then ghost. Yes. Like feel (laughs) feel what it's like to be a man. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So pegging. So Mm -hmm. have you ever brought it up with a man before? No, I have not. Has a man ever brought it up with you? No. Okay. So how did you get into it? How did you decide you want to do this? I just, you know, it feels like it feels right. You know, like someone told me that they thought that I'd make a good dominatrix. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I was like, yeah, totally. And then I think I watched the episode of Broad City where Abby pegs her neighbor. Yeah. And I was like, I could probably do that too. And then some, I saw something else where they were talking about it. And I was like, yep, that's what I'm gonna do. Right. And you were on Broad City too, right? I, last line of the last episode of, of the, the series. whole series. Yeah. That's so wild. That's that crazy. Full credit. Yeah. Right? That's, that's What was crazy. the line? Uh, we were laughing at homeless people, uh, essentially. And Sydney, my co-host from my podcast, was like, did you just make change with a homeless guy? And I go, we don't act like he doesn't have any small bills. And then we just laugh. And that's the end of the show. <laughs> the whole series. But also, if you're a true Broad City fan, that's like the first line that they said in like their web series. Oh, oh so, it, so like, it was Abby a callback. and Alana said it. Right. And then wow. years later, I, I said that. it. So we need a white finance bro 
Mm-hmm. Chad, Kyle, Preston. Chad, Michael Murray. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> Blake. Blake is the straw. Blake Sheldon. <laughs> People's sexiest man alive. Uh, oh, my God. I'll peg a white man in a cowboy boot. <laughs> I'll just cut a little door in his uh, jeans. Keep the, I can just picture you like keep the boots on <laughs> while we overlook. It's me just like slipping and sliding behind him. I'm just like, <laughs> just I can't get a good grip. He's got his like Levi's all hiked up down around his ankle. <laughs> and then you're like, you know what? Don't even pull him down. I'm going to be in and out. <laughs> Literally in and out. And then I'm going to, after I'm done, I'm going to be like, get me an Uber home. <laughs> Uber black XL. Uber, yeah. I need a big Uber <laughs> home. Uber SUV. <laughs> Would you ever peg a guy? I just don't see it in my future. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Ashley. You don't really have pegging energy. Thank I know. You. I, she doesn't. That's fine. I don't know. Maybe it's because you're too tall. I just don't know if... You I don't think like that I, you would be into it. I don't think I'd be into it. I would just wonder if it would like change the relationship. Like I'll never be able to forget when I like fucked you in well, the ass. Well, see, that's the thing. Like I wouldn't do it to a boyfriend. I would, I want to do it to somebody that I'll never see again. Okay. Gotcha. Or see only to pick. Like if I peg you, you're not my boyfriend. You're my girlfriend. Like, right. I am your boyfriend. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> get me a car home now. Like <laughs> that's a good call. But Raina, you would peg your boyfriend. I I mean, I think I would do a lot of things within the confines of a relationship. And like, there's certain things that I think it's interesting that what turns people on and like what we like, what we would do. Like, I really like watching lesbian porn. Mm -hmm. I have no interest in hooking up with girls. I mean, I have in the past. It just doesn't interest me. Conversely, I can't see watching pegging type porn and being turned on by it, but I would do it. I like gay porn. Yeah. I like watching it. Okay. I love it. But I don't like, I don't like watching lesbian porn. Oh, you like gay male porn? Like gay I like male gay porn. male porn. Okay. I've never really watched it's gay male porn. Yeah. I think it's hot. Yeah. I, I masturbated to Brokeback Mountain. Did you? Yeah. The movie was so slow. I know. No, I haven't even seen it's it. It's like, you coming inside? <laughs> no, nah, I'm not coming inside. All right. All right. And then it was like, what is this movie? No, it was a <laughs> The tent shook for a little bit and you were like, what? <laughs> you masturbated to the tent swaying <laughs> in the breeze? <laughs> um... Okay, so you're dating somebody now-ish. No, you're sleeping with somebody now. No, I'm sleeping with somebody, uh, but I'm ready to sleep with somebody else. I just, I feel like this is what I want. In an ideal world, I'd have like three or four men in rotation. Right. I'd see mm, them like once or twice a week. Not all of them. But like if I'm seeing one a week, Mm -hmm. then like the next time I see you, like I might only see you once a month, right? I feel like the sex is better the less we have it together. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like if we have it regularly, then we're, what are we, a married couple? Right. But if I see you like- Expectations. Right. But if I see you like once every couple weeks, it's like a hatter. Right. Well, then you're not bored with the same person. You but, get into a less of a routine. Right. But if I had like three or four different people in the rotation, I'd have one for different things. Like this one- is like right. I don't know. This one's good at head. This one's good at this. This one's good at that. Like, yeah. You like giving head? Uh, that's a no. Uh, you know, I feel like I'm good at it, but like I feel like you don't deserve my good head. Like some sometimes you just gotta be like a little bit lazy about it, so they tell you not to do it again. You like, give you know va- I mean? it's like that's how I vacuum. You're like, man. You know, I'm like, that's I do, I do all man. cleaning really bad, so nobody ever asks me to do, do it again. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I know what you mean. You're like, why well, waste this? Right. Like I don't really like you like that. Like how long were you? Di- how long did you go down on me that right, I need to be exactly. down here till you come? Right. Like, how about I just like, like I put my face near it and I'm like, 
like a cat. Every couple seconds, you just <laughs> stick your tongue on it. <laughs> when when I have sex, I'm like a cat. I'm just like very lazy. I'm like laying in the sun, just like hanging off the bed. Like the, also, can you get me a water? <laughs> a but filtered, filtered water, please, not from the tap. Do you feel like that makes tap. guys want you more because you're like less um, willing them. to please? You just like, um, I don't know, be No, I mean, if you like somebody, you'll try to please them, I think. But I don't really like anybody. <laughs> Is this guy, do you think he's liking you? Uh, yeah, we had like a, a conversation a, a couple weeks, months ago. And he was like, he told me that he liked me more than he thought he did. And I was like, Uh-oh. oof. I was like, why would you say that to me? Like, this is, this is disrespectful. All right, but I, okay, but I think I like that because I think that it's good for people to put themselves out there at the appropriate time mm. and take a temperature check. I think it's good to be honest and like that at least gave you yes. the opportunity to be like, well, I'm not super. I don't feel the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You oh, do feel you, the same. Oh, you do. No, no, no. I, I, no, I mean, for her, uh, <laughs> I agree with you. It's a good chance for Marie to be like, I don't feel the same. Yeah. If you don't. No, yeah. but I mean, I like him fine. But I just, I, from the very beginning, I'm, also, I'm always very clear. Like, I don't want a boyfriend. Like, I just want somebody to bang. Right. Yeah. But I think it's good that he put his cards on the table and you put yours on the table. I flipped the whole table. I was yeah, like, you were like, there sucks. is no table. <laughs> I love this. Like, how dare you? You knew what this how was. Do, why would you do this to me? I kept saying, I can't believe you're doing this to me right now. <laughs> and he's like, you're trying to be vulnerable and stuff. And I'm like, how dare you? And, and was that the last thing that happened? Nah, I saw him recently. We had sex. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, these things. Also, when I have sex on certain types of weed, it's se- weed makes sex great. Oh my God. It's okay. the best orgasms you will ever have it's in your so life. Good. Oh my God. Really? Give some recommendations. What kind of weed do you like to, to smoke? Um, sativa. Um, like any type of like sex, like a, something that's going to make me like energetic and like happy to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like if I know you're going to feed me after I'm, I'm having a great time. Right. I didn't think about that. Eating after sex. Yes, yes. Get a little charcuterie board after. (laughs) (laughs) Three meats, six cheeses or whatever. Like just, you know, maybe some jams. Maybe that's the way to make a guy come faster. You just make a charcuterie board, sit it next to the bed and be like, as soon as you finish. That that wouldn't work for me. I'd be reaching over. Right. I'd be like, well, let me get some of the provolone. Like, (laughs) what was that? Prosciutto? Like I would be eating. I would be full George Costanza, like leaning (laughs) over the bed, eating that sandwich. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I'd be like, well, let's just, let me just I'm gonna lay on my stomach <laughs> just like I can eating. definitely eat during doggy style for sure so you can't even see my face I'm just like eating I'm just, just on Instagram I'm like I just gotta <laughs> check my, to check my likes I'm just like well, let me check my list. email see what my manager wants <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> that's what we should do charcuterie boards during sex and or after sex best orgasms ever oh my god yeah just okay I have a question mm-hmm. what do you think sure. you're sacrificing with a boyfriend uh, other prob- people's dicks freedom yeah. to do whatever <laughs> yeah. i yeah. probably agree with you i'm just curious other people to have sex with i just i feel like i'm in an interesting place career-wise right like i i i feel like i'm on the cusp of like another level of dating does that make sense like i feel like right now it's like you know, I'm very approachable people see me in these streets uh-huh. i still take the train like a like a poor person mm-hmm. but one in a couple in a, in a couple you months might be, you might be ubering <laughs> right yeah. all right i might be getting car service like i just i feel like yeah i deserve car car service dick not subway penis that is that is like you're like in between levels right so you're like i don't want to date down 
I mean, it's not. I mean, sometimes broke dick is like good dick, but like <laughs> yeah, you, you can't live there. You can't live in broke dick. Yeah, you gotta move up to I like. Feel like I'm in between levels, but like on my way down. Like I, <laughs> I feel like I used to fuck hotter dudes than I do now. Oh my God. <laughs> I used to only fuck like nines. I'm on my way to sevens. You know, I think that's called aging. Yeah, it's called aging. <laughs> it's, it's called I need to buy new titties. No, I think it's your. I think that's the thing is every woman that we know, like is has something they would change about themselves right or they would tweak or they would adjust and we are just brought up to be nice to people and not like hurt people's feelings men like if you ask a man what they would change about if they would change anything about themselves it could be like a midget missing a tooth with like no arms what would you change about and he'll be like nothing (laughs) (laughs) and you're like nothing like you wouldn't add a tooth to your face and he's like "Ah, i feel like i'm good here (laughs) but like women are not like that and i feel like you like you're dating down because you feel like it's a nice thing to do but you could still date up yeah i've men are just are they are literally either way too confident or crippled by insecurity there's like no in between well (laughs) men are the most sensitive people i think on the planet oh yeah forget it but also they're super confident like a dude asked me for my phone number after he asked me for a swipe on my metro card and i was like sir you don't have two dollars you're not my type like how dare you ask me for my phone number do you have besides that a really good story of like a broke dude date a broke dude date i went on a date with a guy once and he was like he i ordered whatever i wanted he ordered whatever he wanted we were like we're eating we're having a good time yeah and then the check came and he was like oh my direct deposit hasn't hit yet and i was like oh i said well i don't have my wallet on me <laughs> and he was like you don't have any money on you and i was like neither do you <laughs> what what happened i didn't pay i was like i don't have it so he found the money like dude what the fuck do you think we're doing here he is overdraft right? so hard <laughs> okay well then overdraft then because we're like he's what like i'm watching him order so i'm ordering i'm like okay well i want the the market price thing like what's that like <laughs> We're ordering things that don't have prices next to them. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is out of season, but you have it? Great. I want the Brussels sprouts. Like, we are eating sides, things for the table. I'm like, yeah, we'll have a lobster for the table. Like, we're eating. And then the check came and he looked me dead in my eyeballs and was like, oh, my direct deposit didn't. And I was like, oh, neither did mine. Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't have any money. Which is insane because he thought you were going to pay. Like when he was ordering that, he thought you were going to pay. Right. Or he thought we were going to split it. Or so- or something. And I was like, I'm not good at division. So. <laughs> well, we want to play this game with you. Fab. Um, unless you have any like spe- closing remarks about anything else you want to say. Uh, in closing, I want to say that I am not a terrible human being. I just, I, I think that sometimes I talk about not wanting to pay for stuff and like the men that I'm attracted to. And people are like, well, you're kind of mean. And I know I am. Right. You know? But you're going to find the right person still for you. Deserve we all are. To have good penis in my life regularly. <laughs> yeah. We always say the thing that makes you a bad guy is not being upfront and honest about those things. As oh, long honest. as you're upfront and honest, then fine. Be whatever you want to be. Thank you you're, so much. You're welcome. Be best. Okay. We are going to play this game called Is This Weird? Mm-hmm. And this is one of our signature games. So we're going to read you some dating scenarios that people emailed us and you're going to decide if they're weird or not. Okay. Okay. The title of this email is Coloring Book. I have an is this weird moment. I wanted a hinge date with a guy who works with children in a library part time. He's 25 and is in grad school. 
for some like research thing degree. So she really cares about him. Okay. We had some witty banter and he was low key adorable. So we went to a coffee house on our first date yesterday. When we both arrived, he had a bag of coloring books and crayons in his car. And he asked if he could bring them in. I thought he was being cute and funny as like a joke since he brought them for the kids at work. So he actually brought the coloring book and a 24 piece crayon set of Crayola's big spender uh into the coffee house we literally colored in a star wars coloring book the entire time at the end of it he asked me if he could keep it as a keepsake and i almost felt bad because he was so sweet but it was just so awkward he was completely normal via text and still is honestly just confused if i made him that nervous photo included for context and we have a photo for you. Yeah, I mean, that's just one of the color. One of the color. Oh, I thought it was going to be a picture of him. It's a picture of the thing. Of the, the coloring, coloring book. book. Just in case you didn't know what a coloring book looks like. <laughs> but fully colored. All right. And so they dated it. What would you do if a dude brought crayons and a coloring book to your day date? Listen, um, I think it would be different if we're like at a restaurant or something and they had like chalk already on the table or like the, <laughs> the crayon. You know what I mean? Like a kid's menu. But like the fact that he went, he asked to get into his car to take it out is like, why didn't you just bring it in in the first place? One. And then two, (laughs) like coloring it, it sounds fine. But then when he asked to take it home, like I would have been like, you take it. Right? Like at the end of a date like that, I feel like he should have just been like, all right, well, you can keep it. Put it on your fridge. Like something like jokey like that. Yeah. But like to be like, do, do you mind if I, I keep this? Like, right. He's like, a, it's, he's got a fetish. Right. Like serial killers How keep many, parts of their victims. Yeah. Right. You know? I bet you his apartment is covered with all these different things yeah, colored in. Just a, so like right. a beautiful mind style. I just like with like he's strings, like red dots strings. And, yes. Yep. Thumbtacks yeah. all over it. Oh That's my weird. God, you're totally right. I feel like, okay, third date, I think it's cute and funny. Somebody brings an activity to us, like a ridiculous activity, and they're like coloring some weird shit with my name or something. First date, I kind of want your full attention. Also, a 24 pack of crayons? Oh, yeah, you can get Not them at the any little size. baby, like eight. Wait, pack? also, no, they come said, in any size. She said 24 big spender. I, 64 is the big box. 64, the one with the sharpener on the Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's like, I love that one. But 24, I guess 24 is the... Is the is like the one that's like the size of your phone, it's right? Cigarette like case, three right? rows of eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let me some quick math for you guys. Fucking weird. This guy's weird. This is like, weird. weird. He's got. You're totally right. B- yeah. Beautiful he mind. Ha- apartment of coloring books. Okay. <laughs> this one, she says, I was on a sober date last week. I was running a five k the next day, so we went for dinner and then had tickets to the cinema. Okay. The cinema. This, is that a- or the movies? <laughs> <laughs> the cinema. This could be. She's writing from she- 1950, or she's writing from Europe. That's yeah, right. One like, of your international fans. At dinner, I ordered the chicken and a diet coke. He ordered a steak and a pint of milk. <gasps> a pint of milk. She, she wrote it again. <laughs> Mine and the waitress's jaw both dropped, <laughs> and she was like, "Sorry, what?" And he repeated, "Yeah, can I can I get a pint of milk?" <laughs> When the waitress left, I just bust out laughing. I couldn't help it anyway. Not sure if it's a deal breaker, but is this weird? Was he dipping the steak in the milk? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I have to I have to tell you guys that my brother is a huge milk drinker. That's why he got so big. He and I asked <laughs> yes, him. Yes, all the hormones in the milk. I asked him, I said, would you order a pint of milk at a restaurant on a date? And he goes, <laughs> I drink a, he goes, Ashley, I drink a half gallon of skim milk every single day. Easy. I would only ever order milk if I was super, super comfortable with my partner and I was eating chocolate for dessert. And I still can't remember the last time I did that. Yeah. 
<laughs> and he said, who, what happened? How did you, why are you asking me this? Send me this man's info. This is crazy. Well, I yeah. like he said, why are you asking me yeah. this? A pint. I like that he specified the measurements. A it wasn't pint, a like a big ass pint a big of milk. Glass it wasn't milk. a glass of milk. It was a, I would like a pint of milk, not a cup, a pint. He couldn't get a glass of wine. <laughs> Doesn't red wine pair well with steak? Well, steak. she was sober. So maybe he was trying to stay sober. Just he could have got a ginger ale. Iced tea, Diet Coke. She got a Diet Coke. He could have got an Arnold Palmer. Like, I don't know. When you really think about it, though, it's like beef and the thing that you milk out of beef. No, you know? Ew. no, because <laughs> Ew, it's like a whole cow. Yeah, it's not. No, it's not good. It's it, not, we're it, saying, it you're not saying weird. that's good. I'm just saying, She's saying I, it's fine. I understand the pairing. Oh, <laughs> sick. No, this the is like, a, like a, a Norman Rockwell painting. Like, I feel like if you look at his old drawings, all the people would have glasses of milk at the dinner right. table. Right, and I just, like, that's why I went straight to my brother because I'm like, he's a crazy milk guy. And he was like, absolutely fucking not. So, no. yes, it's weird. It's bad. Okay. I don't um, This isn't a dating one, but it's like a male-female one. This is very funny. Okay, the title of this is Siri. My boyfriend casually told me in conversation that he switched his Siri voice to a male voice because he legitimately ignores <laughs> the female voice. He said that up until that point, he had lost all the time. He was lost all the time because he didn't recognize that someone was speaking to him. Is this weird? No, that's not weird. That sounds pretty normal to me. Actually. It sounds like what my stepdad does to my mom. My mom, <laughs> my mom was like, your stepfather needs a hearing aid. He is deaf. I will ask him the same thing four times. I was like, bitch, he ignores He's you. Just blocking <laughs> You're you like, out. I'm not listening to you right now. Right. Actually, I was on the phone with her the other day. I had a whole conversation with Ashley for the entire hour. I don't listen. <laughs> can you imagine a man saying that to you? That means he's I woke. Just, I just can't listen to women. Yeah, but the fact that he's aware that he's not listening to like, he's aware. Don't you think you should just try to listen to women? Or keep you should. Or keep I changed out? my Siri to a, a man voice because I, <laughs> I want to have a white man assistant. I'm sorry, Marie. <laughs> How may I help you? I love this. This is like, my I, English accent. <laughs> I just love you. You're like, I want to have a white man that cares. Oh, me. yeah. I, I a want a white man. man. Well, because, you know, yeah, I just want like a, a white man to be my assistant that exactly. I call the wrong thing all the time. And to peg them. You're right. I'm just like, Jake. And he's like, it's actually um, Tyler. And I'm like, shut up, Jake. <laughs> Check my messages. <laughs> just say stuff like you. you. <laughs> <laughs> this is your vibe. I shut can up, totally Jake. see. You're in an office. Your assistant's name is Tyler. You call him Jake. Yeah. And then you just say, you all look the same. Yeah. Like it's perfect. And he's like, um, okay. I, I'm, I'm uh, Meryl Streep and he's Anne Hathaway. That's exactly what I think it is. <laughs> and on the way out the door, you're like, excuse me, Jake. And he turns around and you're like, nothing. Yeah, I just look at his shoes. I look at his bootcut jeans. <laughs> you're like, Chad. He's like, it's Kyle. <laughs> I'm like, that's what I said. <laughs> okay. All right, we got one more for you. I met a guy in Hinge who fosters dogs, obviously a sweetheart. We went out in a few dates before we fucked, I would say about two, three weeks. One day we were having sober sex and in between switching positions, his dick went limp, like totally gone. <laughs> obviously I sat there saying, is it me? What can I do? Feeling like shit and more importantly, pissed that his dick couldn't get up again. When I asked him these questions, he could sense a ton of unhappiness in my voice. He told me that he is just in his head thinking about Buckley, the dog he fosters. <laughs> and I was like, excuse me, your dick went limp after we were doing doggy stuff and switch because you're thinking about a dog. I was so weirded out and dumbfounded and moments later he told me crying he was obsessed and in love with me. Is this weird? Does he think of me as a dog? I feel like it got weirder and weirder by the minute. Oh, okay. Well, he started crying. Okay, I would have I would have jumped out the window. Uh, I'm not here for man's tears. Uh, <laughs> also, he professed his love after... He professed his love with a limp dick? <laughs> How dare you and your flaccid penis say that you love me? 
Like, so if somebody says they love you, you need them to be all hard up. Rock hard. <laughs> or just not in the bed. need to be the hardest dick. <laughs> I just, I'm so confused. So they were having sex. He went limp. And, and again, that's the thing that I'm saying. Like women will internalize that. We'll be like, oh my God, like he is something with me or my face or my body or my hair. Right. And the whole time we're fine. It's them. And he's thinking about the dog. I think that he was lying. I don't think he was thinking about the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Wait, that is such a good and it's so true. <laughs> right. It's so true. She's just like, oh, I'm thinking about my dog. What? He looked Why? For, he looked for the closest thing in the room. Right. He picked that. The do- Buckley was in the room? Also problematic. <laughs> Wait, you were so, so right. right. He just grabbed the first thing out of the room. Right. He was like, oh, I was, uh, I was thinking about my uh, dog. And he was like, what? What are you thinking about? Your dog? <laughs> right. And I and we've been in situ- like I've been in situations where dudes' dicks don't stay hard and you'd be like, uh, well, I'm gonna go home. Right. I'm not gonna ask you what's wrong. I'm gonna go home. There is this this is so ridiculous. <laughs> you really cracked this case though. You're right. It's true. He thought he of the first lie. thing that came the to first mind. Thing, and then when she wasn't buying it, he was like, But I love you. Oh <laughs> I love you so much. And it's like, do you? Does your dick like me? Like, men are liars. It's so true. He was thinking about something else. Or maybe it wasn't sober sex. Maybe he was a little bit drunk. (laughs) And she was sober. Or on something else. You never know. Or something else. Lots of substances affect your dick. Sure. See? I could have been out Yes, it's weird. And he's a liar. He's a liar. He's a liar. It's not The the fact that he couldn't stay hard is not weird. It sucks. Right. I mean, sounds like she overreacted a little bit. It happens. You know, she was like, yeah, I just start asking him questions. That's not how, you, I don't know if that's how you deal with I'm it. I'm pretty sure nobody wants like a, to enter into a deposition after. The <laughs> There's like a know? swinging le- light bulb right. on a well, string. Is it me? Like a million You're questions. You're slamming your fists on the table. Why would it stay You're hard? You're so pissed. Yeah. Why would it stay? You're like hit him with a phone book. <laughs> why would it stay hard? And now he's like, well, and now this like, is why. He's like, uh, because I was thinking about Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> you got to throw a phone book at his dick if it's not... <laughs> Why would it stay hard? He's Tell like, me. Uh, he's I don't like, know, Buckley. He's like, well, she can't handle the truth. My dog. <laughs> <laughs> These questions were great. Your listeners are amazingly strange. Thank you. We love them. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I or, just love um, this. You have to have a guy say I love you over a hard dick and a pint of milk. Um, <laughs> well, thanks for playing and being here. Plug all your stuff. Where can people find you in the podcast? Oh, my God. Thank you so much for having me. My podcast is called The Unofficial Expert. It's on Spotify and iTunes and wherever the hell good podcasts live. Yeah. Um, you can see me at the Knitting Factory every Sunday oh, that's in Williamsburg. Right. Yeah, I host and produce the comedy show there with two of my meanest friends. <laughs> it's I'm one of the, the best shows one. in the city. It's every Sunday at Knitting Factory. It's, it's so, really, really so good. If you guys haven't been there to Williamsburg, it's a really cool venue for comedy and yeah. just shows in general. It's an awesome, awesome show. And then MarieFaustin.com for show dates and news about me and my life or Reezy on Instagram, R-E-E-E-Z-Y. Cool. And we're going to tag you and everything so they can easily find you and they can find your stuff. Thank you for being here so much. Yeah. yeah. If you're sexy and you want to be pegged by me, you know, hit me up. Right. Uh, if, if you're you... like a white finance guy <laughs> with, a, with a view. I just, I don't want to peg a black man because I feel like, you know, black men already have it hard enough. So <laughs> I want to peg a white man and then be like, I just love you so much. <laughs> I think I'm not kidding. We're going to get requests. So we'll send them your way. Yeah. Um, and guys, as always, 
you can find us on Instagram, Girls Got Eight Podcasts. Check our website, Girls Got Eight Podcasts.com or stupidliveshows.com for show tickets. Follow us on Twitter, all the things. You know what it is. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Bye. Bye, guys. Love you. Thank you.